Part eight of Manchester Poetry edited by James Wheeler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. J. Riddle Wood Angel Visits Oh Beautiful Star Twilight Stanzas Angel Visits Destruction of Sodom five There was a monstrous wildness in the air all animals with instinct terror fled or breathless sank as given to despair the swelling clouds looked wrathfully and red the sun behind the hills yet lingered reluctant to behold the horrid scene whilst many rose from their accustomed bed with hearts as light as though the skies serene had slumbered whilst they wrought their last disgusting sin nine there you might see dismay in every form all attitudes all aspects desperate and yet amidst the desolating storm some cursed their fellows mad with rage and hate some charged on god their pitiable fate some proud of heart and all impenitent laughed hideously some cowering sate soul withered some iron-hearted rents the sky with horrid shrieks daring the omnipotent ten in mute amazement on that awful morn the warrior rose nor poised his shield nor drew his useless sword nor frowned as oft in scorn when daring mortal foe whilst vengeance threw heaven's burning wrath around the lightning's hue reflecting on his dark and livid brow revealed the worm within the lurid blue danced on his quivering lips and once bow, the terrors of his god soon laid the rebel low eleven some conscience-smitten stood with powerless limb unnerved unstrung and listless with affright the soft blue eyes of beauty waxed dim and he that flattered once now shunned the sight the ruby lip empurpled deathly white the cheek late pencilled o'er with velvet blooms not slow nor gradual but with sudden blight from youth to age from sunshine to the gloom that death's cold visage wears when gathered to the tomb twelve the delicate and timid virgin sped unflattered unadorned unnoticed there forsaken of her lovers all and wed to dissolution pale and grim despair among the ringlets of her glossy hair the tempest blasts in sportive fury played as wildly on she flew with bosom bare she stumbled o'er a corpse and sank dismayed nor moved till half consumed she faintly shrieked for aid fourteen twas dreadful in the multitude to mark the cheerless blind with melancholy tread groping their way amidst the unnatural dark and stumbling o'er the dying and the dead in vain they stood or fell or wavering fled in vain implored relief on bended knee irresolute some shook unnerved with dread some languid sinking briefly ceased to be 
some braved the falling fire and died in agony seventeen there the young mother clasped her first-born child fear at her heart and madness in her mien she hurried on distractedly and wild but succour there was none from that dread scene shrieking the pauses of the storm between the bursting thunder gave a dread reply sinking her babe she fondly thought to screen in her convulsed embrace swift to destroy the shower soon cut them off that mother and her boy twenty one among the guilty crowd that vainly stretched their eyes to him on whose commands they trod behold adoram poor deluded wretch forsaking and forsaken of his god heaven blessed his youth but now its awful nod awakes the apostate from his dreams of pride in vain he seeks to escape the avenging rod that long had threatened and was long defied in vain he rushes forth to escape the fiery tide twenty two for him no more shall peaceful eve return no smiling morn his waking eyes shall greet o'er him no lonely widowed heart shall mourn no children their lost father's name repeat no requiem music melancholy sweet shall soothe the sorrow of one weeping friend all he had loved his dreadful doom must meet link to his own their destinies impend there dawns no hope no intermission and no end twenty four and now with sudden sweep it comes it comes the arrowy sleet pours horribly around the thick and scalding shower that all consumes falls on his houseless head hark the hoarse sound of bellowing thunder makes the hills rebound anon he faints with agony then falls prone writhing on the sulphur-flaming ground eternity his inmost soul appalls too late his dying voice for outraged mercy calls twenty five he died as sinners die without a hope the same convulsive quiverings of frame intense yet brief the same revolting group of demon forms before him darkly swam his haggard brow and glaring eye the same the same recoiling from the dark unknown where faithful conscience pictured worlds of flame the same forebodings dire desponding tone wild parting mortal strife and last terrific groan twenty six in that deep agonizing groan's despite a spirit winged for immortality forsook the clay on her tremendous flight the smile of mercy never more to see no angel bands with holy minstrelsy hailing her advent to the eternal shore but damned souls in restless agony made darkness echo with their hideous roar earth failed hope fled hell yawned she sank to rise no more 
27. The lofty cedar, whose proud form had stood the storms of centuries, was wreathed in fire. The giant oak, coeval with the flood, blazed upwards, waving its terrific spire, like some red torch at Sodom's funeral pyre, whilst lurid lightnings arched the vaulted sky. Oh, who may stand the Almighty's judgments dire? All living things in withering anguish die, when God, the God of glory, sweeps in anger by. 28. Where are the scoffers? Where their idols now? Where the loose dance and lewd lascivious song? The shameful practice and the shameless brow? Where the proud leader of the impious throng, with all the wily serpent on his tongue, with all the savage traitor in his soul, in one tremendous ruin borne along, where once they dwelt, still dying thunders roll, booming along the waste their solemn funeral toll. 32. Oh, what a host the eternal veil is drawn! What various matter sleeps entombed there! What hopes cut off from being in their dawn! What phantom fears are vanished into air! What sinful joys exchanged for endless care! What sorrows lost in deeper, deadlier woes! What loves revealed but to the tempest's glare, then quenched for ever! What tormenting throes of strong, tumultuous passion those dark wastes enclose! 33. What proud imaginations overthrown! What hell-conceived deeds of villainy, cut short in action, ere completely blown! What acts of cruelty no eye might see, arraigned and punished there by heaven's decree! What base desires to fullness satisfied! What exquisite despair and misery! What impious blasphemies that once defied the thunderer in his power! Those gloomy ashes hide. 34. The vainly warned perish at length unwarned. Thus fell the guilty cities of the plain. The morn with beams of orient light adorned. The temples and abodes of the profane. But lo, one shower of heaven's avenging rain. And idols with their retinue of slaves were smoking ruins ere it dawned again. And now, with dismal moan, the dead sea waves have restless ages rolled above those scoffers' graves. O oh, beautiful star! O oh, beautiful star, with thine aspect of light, adorning eternity's mantle of blue, were thy silvery features more lovely and bright, when they smiled on the scene whilst the world was yet new. O oh, I who address thee am but of a day, and to-morrow thy fadeless and radiant eye shall witness me wither and vanish away, and smile on my grave from thy throne in the sky. But though fixed to one time like a point in vast space, my soul is unpinioned, and often doth cast a glance o'er the gloom of the future, or trace the varied events that have peopled the past. 
thou hast seen thou hast seen in thy deathless career all and more than the records of ages have told thou shalt see from thy distant and shadowy sphere what few but thyself and thy maker behold o tell me wert thou of that glorious throng that witnessed creation's bright beauties unfurled that thrilled to the music and joined in the song when morning stars welcomed the birth of the world then man was instinct with celestial fire and nature was graced with perennial bloom now these are exchanged for the thorn and the briar the bed of affliction the mourner the tomb didst thou see the wide flood in its horrible sweep roll proudly and usher the world to its grave didst thou when the ark was alone on the deep first whisper of hope o'er the desolate wave when the armies of midnight were marshalled on high and earth with her children to slumber was given didst thou witness the bethlehem shepherds draw nigh and list the melodious paeans of heaven and haply thy mild and ethereal ray in the east where it rose was arrested till morn inviting the chaldean magi away to the lowly retreat where the saviour was born again wert thou called to look earthward and lo there were darkness and earthquakes and thunderings dire the sun had withdrawn from the vision of woe and man only man saw the saviour expire i too must behold him when time shall be done the angels his train and the lightnings his car the earth shall be burnt and extinguished the sun and thou too shalt perish o oh, beautiful star twilight from the angel of the covenant o oh, lovely hour of twilight when on high the shadowy veil of eve is gently thrown and day's last struggles tinge the western sky with radiant streaks of glory all its own whilst earth with flowers and heaven with stars are strown and zephyrs on the stirless foliage sleep if this the footstool what must be the throne the sapphire throne where choirs ethereal sweep their golden lyres and all is love pure peaceful deep stanzas oh lay me not in the common yard where neglected thousands rot by the public way in the city gay i pray you lay me not enshrine me not in the vaulted tomb mid the pomp of earthly pride where the fallen great in mute splendour meet to slumber side by side i ask no marble monument when closed life's fleeting span or empty name on the scroll of fame or more perishing breath of man but when the angel of death shall come and bear my soul away in his viewless car to the realms afar from this withering form of clay in some retired and peaceful nook prepare my humble bed and my form entrust to her kindred dust till the grave gives up her dead the only monument i would crave shall be to the praise of him 
who in mercy and love came down from above the lost and undone to redeem and then when pyramids totter and fall and the marble is worn away when the mountains shall nod at the trumpet of god i shall burst from my prison of clay though in weakness i die yet in power shall rise this mortal immortal put on and faith lost in sight shall dwell in the light of the lamb in the midst of the throne end of part eight